Eric Dye. I'm Jeremy Smith. And I'm Coach Schneider. And you're listening to the Church Mag Podcast, Black Friday Edition. What if you, as a church, every Giving Tuesday, decided for each ministry, for your children's ministry, for your youth ministry, that you would do something where you could sponsor your own children? Even here in Italy, you, you get a pickup on the Black Friday effects. I mean, there's no Thanksgiving, but they still you can still pick up the online deals, especially on your, like, your Amazon Italy. and Just wasting money to have a present to give. I hate that. This week's podcast is brought to you by Church Mag Press. Church Mag Press has all kinds of awesome resources for you. Ebooks, stock photos, and more. Check it out, churchmag.press. That's churchmag.press. And if you use the coupon code CMAGCAST, that's the official Church Mag podcast hashtag, you'll get 50% off your order for a limited time. This week is our Black Friday special edition, along with some Cyber Monday and Giving Tuesday thrown into the mix. If you want to join the conversation, have an organization you would like to tell us about for Giving Tuesday, or you want to ask a question, simply use the hashtag CMAGCAST. That's CMAGCAST. Now, let the fun begin. Dude, we're going to cover the whole thing. All right, let's dive in. This should be good. Welcome to the Black Friday special edition of the Church Mag Podcast. You know, a couple years ago, or maybe it was just last year, it feels like it was a couple years ago, uh, Phil said, hey, let's do a special Black Friday podcast. And I was like, what are we going to do a Black Friday podcast for? And Phil feels like, well, we need a special episode for all those poor guys sitting and waiting for their wives in their car. Or for the, <laughs> the, the valiant sound man out getting a good deal for the church on a projector or whatever. There you go. There you go. And I thought, you know what? That's a good idea. So we did it. We had a lot of fun. So we thought, hey, let's do it again. And for the uh, Church Mag Podcast subscribers, uh, you guys are getting it on Fridays anyway. So, hey, you know, it, it works out. So this is the special Black Friday edition. Um, are, you, are you guys hoping to find any good Black Friday deals or Cyber Monday deals? Um, yeah, a few. I'm, I'm, I've, I'm, I've got all the tech I need, really. I mean, I need a new iPhone, but I'm out. I'm not anyway in a rush to get that, so I'm looking for maybe a external battery for my for my iPhone or for my iPad, you know, those little chargeable thingies. And um, I'm always the mood. I don't know why. I'm always in need for a, a, a bigger flash drive. I don't know why. I just think it's. I don't know why. I, just have, I, I will admit it. I have no contentment on my flash drive storage options. Yeah, you and the flash drive. Now, last year, <laughs> last year. Um, I was looking forward to Black Friday because it's one of the very few times that Apple has their com- their computers on sale. And I maybe it wasn't last year; it was the year before. Gosh, it's it's such a blur. Um, in any event, there yeah, it was two years ago. Um, it's one of the only times that you can get an Apple computer on on sale. And so I was I anxiously awaited because I was going to get my wife a new computer, and I just waited for Black Friday so that I could you know save ten percent. I mean ten percent is ten percent, right? Um, and now I'm kind of in that position again. I'm in the market for a new computer, and all as much as I would like to order it today, like right now, um, I'm just waiting. I'm waiting until Black Friday comes around. Hoping that, you know, even if it's just 10% off, hey, at least uh, the computer's 10% off. That's better than nothing. So um, I've I've always kind of, um, or at least of late, I've used Black Friday as how it can serve me, how I can save a little bit of money on purchases I'm going to make anyway, and just haven't really succumbed to the... Uh, kind of the ugliness that Black Friday has become. How, how about you, Jeremy? I really don't have much except for I had done that 
case study for building your own PC. So there's a couple of things I think would be good as far as upgrades. Right. But really, that's kind of how I look at Black Friday anyways, is it's more of a mm-hmm. upgrade than an essential aspect of things, which I'm the kind of guy that would rather go into a car dealership knowing if I don't need to, I can just walk away from it. So that's how I approach most of my buying anyways, is I don't like to be in a pinch yeah, that's smart. And and having that mindset, and if you go if you go in with cash in hand, you can actually get a pretty good deal on not Black Friday. Mm-hmm. So so you may be you may be checking out Newegg sure. on the uh, yeah cool yeah Newegg but but I know that Tiger, Amazon Tiger Direct <laughs> Tiger Direct I know that Amazon does do hard drives. I didn't I don't know about monitors at least quality monitors and since I already have one, I'm probably just going to stick with the one I do have that kind of style. So. Who knows? Yeah, he, even here in Italy, you you get a pickup on the Black Friday, uh, Black Black Friday effects. I mean, there's no Thanksgiving, but they still you can still pick up the online deals, especially on your like your Amazon Italy and and your Dell Italy and stuff like and Apple Italy. You're still getting that that uh, that savings, even though there's no Thanksgiving on Thursday. They still have the Black Friday Cyber Monday kind of action going on, which is interesting to see how the American culture has has uh, affected global sales in that manner. This is where we cheer USA, USA. Okay, funny story. I'm a U.S. history teacher, and coming back from lunch one day, was one of the kids was going, yay, whatever class, because they're going to that class. And I'm like, and I started chanting USA inappropriately loudly <laughs> in the hallway, okay? Um, I disturbed a few classes around me, but no one could complain because you can't be the guy who complains about the guy cheering USA. <laughs> Uh, speaking of U.S. education, uh, we have been asked several times, uh, living while well, living in Italy, from American friends. They say, "So, what do the Italians do for Thanksgiving?" <laughs> and, and for those of you listening to the podcast, not getting the joke, <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> you guys eat pizza, right? Well. Black Friday, Cyber Monday, all that, you know, uh, hopefully you're using it to your advantage and you don't get lost in kind of the ugliness that I'm afraid it has turned into. But uh, some people have have, um, taken this whole kind of weekend to to spend money and do good with it. Um, I know know one outdoors, uh, was it REI or one of those outdoor things, they're doing a a promotional where they're going to be closed on Black Friday and tell everyone to go outside. So they're kind of like doing an an anti-promotion so people buy from them. Kind of an interesting um, perspective. But my favorite thing surrounding the whole Black Friday, Cyber Mm -hmm. Monday thing is Giving Tuesday. Which is an interesting thought because I know for nonprofit organizations, this is the most important day of their entire fiscal year. In fact, this is when they, besides the last day of the year, when people try to actually give to receive the tax credit, this is the second most income that they can possibly give. And I know whenever I was working with my nonprofit a couple of years back, we made, I think, a quarter of a million dollars more that day than we did the, than we had anticipated for that year. And so we actually increased significantly for our own cost. But I, it'll be interesting to explore this topic because I don't know how much of it is actually going to translate for people that want to be able to do this within churches. I don't know if it necessarily translates. How do you mean do do it within churches? Well, with Giving Tuesday, it, you talk about the idea of giving to nonprofits and what that looks like, and it's always towards donation-based organizations. And so you think of stuff like PETA or whatever else that you may give 
for whatever your own personal thing is. But for churches, it's something that you do do every single week. Whereas for Giving Tuesday, it's an awareness of, hey, we're also a nonprofit. You could also give to us and not have to pay taxes on that thing that you're doing. And so I don't know if it translates. I don't know what you guys think. Yeah, a lot of times, you know, like you said, you know, PETA, uh, Compassion International, all the other mm-hmm. kind of even, you know, the the Christian ministry nonprofits. But as far as local churches, yeah, I don't know is that the, the Giving Tuesday really, really translates as far as that goes. I know Compassion International makes a lot of money at this time and they put in a lot of effort. And um, from my experience, um, I'm really good friends with some of the web and social media team on Compassion. And they've started this process about two months ago, creating contents, knowing where their niche is going to be, already contacting people to guest posts, having the videos completed already so that when Giving Tuesday comes around, really all they're doing is managing on the replies. And so all of their work up to this point has already been completed. Um, so if you think, you're hearing this and you're going to capitalize on it this year, you're probably not going to do that. So don't even try is my suggestion. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And the uh, ministries, I know there's several ministries that have been doing it for many years, like the Heifer Project, Compassion International, where there's, they also have like gift catalogs and you can, you know, donate in someone's name. We've done that in many years past because, you know, when it comes to some gift giving, it, it, it just becomes foolishness because it's like 10, 15, $20 gifts. You know, here I found this cologne or this movie in the, in the uh, bulk bin at Walmart. I dug through and found this DVD for, these three DVDs for three bucks a piece. And we're just like giving junk to each other when really it would be more meaningful to say, Hey, you know, um, I purchased a goat or some chicks for this needy family in another country in your name. Right. And I, I think it's uh, a much more beautiful thing, uh, especially around Christmas, uh, for us to be doing opposed to just trading junk that we got on clearance, uh, on on you know Friday morning at six a.m. That's just not love. Friday a.m. at six a.m. pushing and shoving and trying to get cheap DVDs is not. That's not what Christmas is about. I agree. I agree. But that is what Black Friday's about. <laughs> anyway, um, I because I'm out there. I, dude, I tripled my DC Universe uh, collection last last Black Friday. But anyway, I um I, I agree about about just just wasting money to have a present to give. I hate that. Mm-hmm. I I. Because I don't want a present <laughs> most of the time, you know. I'm I have I have what I need. If I need anything, I will go and acquire that myself on my own terms with my for my own you know with my own personal preferences. I would rather folks. I mean, if you okay, look, if some people really want like giving gifts, and my brother got on to be, got on to be before because I said, "Don't give me a gift." He's like, "Dude." This is who I am. I like giving gifts. Okay, right? It's, it is some people's love language, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Be but, who you, that's fine. Yeah. Be who you want to be. Yeah. If you really, if, or if you want to, in some way, you know, express your appreciation for me or for somebody. I, I, to me, like a, a card does mean a lot to me. You know, those kind of things. I, I, I get frustrated with some people do the. It's like it's customary just to give a gift. I'm like, don't do that because now I because because. One, you've just spent money you didn't need to spend, and two, now I have to go find you a stinking gift, <laughs> and I have I have no idea what to get you. That, that's where you know these. Uh, this is where picking out a gift and giving in someone's name can be really cool because you're you're doing a lot of a lot of good things there, right? You're you're giving a gift to somebody, you know. The thought, I mean, if the, if it if the thought is what really counts, 
right? <laughs> then uh, make your thought be helping somebody in need. And so maybe, maybe I guess that that's a good takeaway. As as we have, as, as we have Black Friday and Cyber Monday and whatever Saturday and Sunday have become, I guess more of the the, the sandwich between those two things. Consider Giving Tuesday, and as you're making your list of gifts that you're going to give people, keep Giving Tuesday in mind. And maybe some people on your list, instead of trying to find them whatever you might run into, maybe you really should consider going online. Uh, a, lot, a lot of organizations have cool things that you can print out, so you know they get like a they they have something they can hold in their hands, and they can say you know hey this this gift was given in your name, this is who's getting it, this is what we gave, that sort of thing. I know we've had a lot of fun doing that in the past, you know like oh well this grandmother really thinks goats are cute, so we'll give goats, or this one likes bunnies and and that sort of thing. I think that that's where it translates for churches is you don't necessarily have to expect that you're going to be getting a lot of money this time but instead why don't you highlight missionaries i know a really good one in italy why don't you possibly be able to give to significantly less fortunate and it's my version of let's actually promote charity for the sake of charity and not necessarily just saying okay let's think all about us which is always my approach for christmas time for birthdays for all that stuff of Let's think about others in this process because we have enough. That's a really cool idea for churches to look at their mission budget. Maybe they have a local crisis pregnancy center. Maybe they have some missions. Maybe they have some some other um, uh, ministry organizations that the church you know collectively supports. Set it up similarly, like a gift catalog. Like, look, you know, for Giving Tuesday, this is what the church is going to do, and you know, the, the offering on Sunday and before and after Giving Tuesday, you can have special offerings or or something or do some creative thing to give people the opportunity to give up and beyond, uh, you know, above and beyond their their tithe there, and give towards something specifically and you could really you could really build a neat little program at your church at your local level that would that would uh, uh, that would be really cool I think having been in youth ministry you can do this last minute I know that for a fact Um, in fact if you guys want some just look up Christian organizations that are doing stuff Compassion International World Vision are two amazing ones what if you as a church every Giving Tuesday decided for each ministry for your children's ministry for your youth ministry that you would do something where you could sponsor your own children. Or if it's too late and you're worried that you're not going to be able to do that this year, why don't you as a ministry itself decide to make that commitment and then tell everybody, hey, this is what we're doing for between now and Christmas. Could we capitalize this on as well that we have given to this student and for the next 30 days, for the next uh, however many times that we could triple that, quadruple that, so that our ministry is supporting this person for the next year. And then that becomes your thing that you continue to do over and over again. That's a really cool idea. I never thought about a church being able to, for for an example, adopt a compassion child, and for one month you could easily focus on, on that one child and, and gain enough money in that month to then support them throughout mm-hmm. the whole year. That's a really, really cool idea. That is a and, one, idea. and one tip is I would suggest, because I've done this before, myself as a youth pastor and found the hardship is if you don't do a whole year for a student, don't do it at all because the responsibility personally will weigh on you and you'll have to do it for yourself. And if you're not willing to make that commitment, then don't, because I know I already support children as far as that's concerned. And then when we decided to take this on ourselves, I was supporting two children and then I was 
I wasn't upset about it, but it wasn't something that was already in our budget to do. And so just be aware that that might be the case that you might have to be giving for your that student yourself if you don't raise the whole year. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And because... You know, you're going to feel a lot better. I know that we've we've uh, been supporting a compassion child uh, for the past twelve or thirteen years, and uh, it's 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 really a really cool experience. And we've we've had financial uh, tough spots at times, and that was just never never an option. Was it was never an option to to uh, stop that support. You know, mm-hmm. and uh, so if you go into it, certainly don't go into it flippantly or or overly romantically. You know, be be realistic about it. And if you're going to commit to something like uh, compa- compassion child, make sure that you follow through because those those kids need you. And one of the big things that they do during Christmas time is they do ask, do you want to give a goat or a cow or something like that and it's a one time gift that you can do so they do do offer that uh, when it comes to the goats I say nay <laughs> anyway so uh, and also if you're looking for other ways your church can help I mean um, my church every November does the uh, Christmas shoebox thingy from Smerton's Purse oh that's cool too it's yeah. a good one it's probably, it's probably too late for that at this point in the season because they usually collect them before Thanksgiving but that's a good one to do but also if you're looking for something to do for Christmas um, uh, as a public school teacher we often have churches and my church has done this numerous times we're we're, we're, we're revving up to target um, we're doing a big a big push in, in the summer for um, foster care so we're we're kind of redirecting things behind the scenes this year but um um, last few years, we had gone to the area schools, gone to their nurse, their nurses, and asked the nurses to get us a list of any of any, any anonymous. Like, like give, don't give us names. Give us ages of kids in families that are not going to have a Christmas. And then our people went out and bought clothes and presents, and we gave those kids their Christmas. That's cool. It's very cool. On a side note, we are we are coming alongside a foster care organization uh, for the next few years. We last year we did a we, we helped host and this year we're going to do the same. Their foster care Christmas party, which is awesome to see, like a church full of kids who are in foster care who uh, who have been who have had it already have experienced more in their lives than probably most of us have, and they get to come in and they get a gift from Santa Claus and it's awesome. Uh, and they, they get a Christmas meal. The whole, the whole thing just it's top top notch. And we're redirecting our efforts this year, um, not to do less, but actually to do more targeted. So what we're doing is we're going to do that for for Christmas because you want you want to do something at Christmas time. You want you want to do something in some way. So we're going to do that do that more of a little low key. It's less involvement from us, so that this coming summer we can put on and ho- we can host and staff a uh, summer camp foster care kids. That's really cool. Great ideas, guys. I'm hoping that some of these ideas may uh, spark a few that listen and, and maybe even redirect redirect them on this uh, big spending weekend. Do you want a funny story from, uh, from, from Black Friday? I would really feel better about there being a story to finish this episode because we haven't had one. And yeah. your stories are always awesome. Well, okay, this one's more... T- it's, it's kind of tragic. It's, it's truly... Black Friday. It's very black and it's a very gloomy, dark story here. So I was going into the store and my targeted product was an external hard drive. Um, because why not, right? Because <laughs> thumb drives suck. And uh, I, I, I was so, this is where it started. I was so new to tech. I really, I really, I was a sound guy, but I was not into like computer specs and the kind of, I wasn't really into that world yet. 
And this is what started it off. Actually, I screwed this up a bit. I went to the counter and I asked for the external hard drive and they gave me a box and the picture of the box looked like what I had assumed an external hard drive would look like. And I put it in my cart and I guarded that thing like a while. You'd have thought that was my child. I was only 18 at the time, but you'd have thought that was my, my, my baby. And I was guarding that car. Like no one, like old ladies would be walking near my cart and I would throw some elbows. Okay. You're not getting near my product. This is a, t- this is a prime ticket item and I have secured it and you will not touch it. Hours later, after having checked out and gotten home and rested and eaten breakfast and I woke up to find that my external hard drive had mutated into an external DVD burner. (laughs) (laughs) So all that violence, all that stress, and I got the wrong product. Oh, man. And I plugged it into my PC, and it did burn DVDs, one out of every ten tries. (laughs) It was the worst. My brother has it still because it still works. I think it works for his laptops, but it never worked for my Windows laptop or windows desktop and never worked for my mac laptops it was without a doubt the worst purchase of my entire life and it cost like a hundred dollars so that really hurt so that indeed was a very very black friday indeed best luck to all you in line please read the labels So funny! You're busy guarding it. Well, I couldn't read it. I, I couldn't read it because I was I was I was minus six hours of sleep, so I couldn't actually read at that point. I had actually I had actually de-evolved to illiteracy. I could not read the label. <laughs> when you tell those stories like that, at least this one for me, the sound that comes into my head. I don't remember what it's called, CSI or whatever, where the guy makes a bad pun and then it goes, "Yeah." It's it's from it's from the Who that song. You know, it's like you, you walk up to a Black Friday murder scene and it's like going, he was, he was about to check out. He had, a, he, had a, he had a cart full of values. Looks like he got a discount on murder. Yeah! Like, like that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that killed me. That's okay. Amazing. Podcast over. Well, we survived that episode. Hopefully you survived your Black Friday. You can always talk to us using the hashtag CMAGCast, and you can submit any question, comment, or podcast idea by visiting churchmag forward slash riddle me this. Until next week. Uh-oh, he published this in the uncategorized category. Dun, she's, she's, she's five. She can't get into a Michelle one, I'll think. Famous last words. The Church Mag Podcast is proudly hosted on buzzsprout.com. Yes, let's do that.